Hello and welcome to the Entrepreneur Risk Givers Podcast. The podcast where we interview entrepreneurs who are willing not only to take risks for themselves and their businesses, but who are also willing to risk helping others. Now sit back and listen to entrepreneurs just like you who are giving back to their communities in big ways. Here's your host, Mike Wiest. Hey, this is Mike Wiest and welcome to Retreat Week. On today's episode, we have Melissa Knighton with us once again. Welcome back, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing really well. We're so glad to have you back. Loved having you last time. And of course, it's been a couple months now. So what's on your mind this week as we think about retreat and our audiences, instead of thinking about how we can take risks helping other people, we're thinking about how we can take care of ourselves this week. What's on your mind? What do you think we could give to our audience this week that would help them as they think about taking a little retreat for themselves? Well, as you know, we find ourselves in the middle of August. People are thinking about transitioning right now back to school, back to fall. You know, the cycle just keeps continuing and here we are. And one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about lately when it comes to retreat and self-care and having some control over our day is really the morning routine. What I've been working on this summer is implementing a really solid morning routine because I have had a little bit more time to play around with that. This is a practice I've been doing for a very long time, but it's evolved as my life has changed. Uh, As you know, I have two kids now and they're 12 and 14. And one of the great things about having older children is that I find that I do have a little more space in the morning to have some time to myself. But I want people to know that even if you have, you know, a newborn, even if you don't have kids at home, even if your kids are early, early risers, having a morning routine in place is something that you can do to help yourself have some predictability and um, to have some control over how your day gets going. Yeah, and you mentioned having kids. Of course, everybody's coming from a different place. Like you said, not everybody has kids that's listening. Uh, But think about kids right now. And I know you and I were talking about this not too long ago. Just this idea, of course, with what we're going through and should we open schools? Should we not open schools? Even homeschoolers are having to decide, do we do the extra activities that we normally do? There's so many, so many different sort of stress points out there right now. If you do have kids, uh, just as in regards to going back to school, there's a lot of chaos around that. And so I'm um, trying to figure out how to manage that sounds like a really good idea. You're talking about a morning routine as being something that's helped you, I guess. Right. Because with all the chaos and with all the unpredictability, we need to be able to contain what we can, right? And our time and the way we spend our time, at least some of it, a portion of it, we can control. A good morning routine really doesn't begin in the morning. It starts the night before. And a lot of people do have control over the way they spend their evenings, even if it feels a little out of control, because sometimes you're exhausted in the evening. So sometimes all you want to do is sit and watch TV, which is totally fine. But, you know, nine o'clock can turn into 10 o'clock, turn into 11 o'clock if you're anything like me. And so starting that to gain some of that control in the evening to set yourself up for a good morning is where I would say the first step would be. Yeah, the, your your timeline there is pretty conservative for me. Uh, sometimes that slips into 1 a.m. if I'm being honest. 
I've been there, trust me. And, but, but like your point is that everybody's unique. And so just because I like to get up at a certain time in the morning doesn't mean that it applies to everybody. Some people need, I think the, the needs for sleep range between about seven to nine hours. So, you know, we're all different, but we can all create something around the time that we have. And so if you're going to bed at one o'clock, I think that's okay as long as you're getting <laughs> Hey, I'm not saying it's the best thing to do. I'm just saying it happens. But more to your more to your point, if we're not if we're not careful, we just kind of slip into that and we just we don't take hold of it and we let our schedule control us, I guess is what yeah, I'm trying to yeah. say. Well, and so that that brings us back to being mindful. So like you said, if we're not careful and and that just it really sheds light on the importance of being mindful. And especially when we're uh, relaxed in front of the TV or with a good book, because it's easy to kind of escape, you know, and that's totally fine. But what I wanted to do this summer was kind of create a really mindful morning routine, because I'm any, if you're anything like me, sometimes I get up and the day just gets away from me right away. I think, oh, shoot, those dishes didn't get done. And I start doing that. And then I realize I would like some coffee or or, you know, oh, this needs to be done and this needs to be done. And all of a sudden, I'm being controlled instead of having any control over my time. So having a routine in place really helps me be more productive during the day, even if I don't hit the ground running, even if I start a little slow like I like to. So what I should I just walk you through kind of what I do or... Yeah, I'd like to hear that. I mean, I think it'd be good for the audience to kind of hear an example of what that might look like because uh, some people are just really great at having a routine. And what I hear you saying is just like have a plan. Going in with some kind of intentionality is important, right? And so some people are just automatically geared towards having that and a lot of us aren't. And so for those of us who aren't, yeah, just give us an example of what that could look like. Right. So what I realized for my my own physical self is that I needed to start the morning with a little bit of movement. And I know some people wake up right away and go out for their run or their bike ride, but that's not me. I need to stretch a little bit and get going. So I realized this can take anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes. That's the window of time I've given myself. The first thing I do is do a little yoga sequence. And it doesn't have to be anything fancy. It doesn't have to be like sophisticated, stretchy, bendy poses. I start, I lay down a mat. I start on my hands and knees. Because when you're on your hands and knees, you can really stretch out your spine. You can stretch out that space between your shoulders and your hips. Your listeners are familiar with cat-cow movements. Cat is pretty easily identified because it's just stretching your back and your spine up to the ceiling like a cat and then a cow stretch is kind of the opposite i don't know why it's called the cow Um, (laughs) but you lift your hips and kind of bring your shoulder blades onto your back and draw your belly button down those are very simple movements that can start to wake up your spine then i like to kind of sway my hips back and forth really getting some movement in my body and all of this time i'm breathing i'm connecting breath with movement easy to remember to exhale when you go into a cat because you're kind of hugging your tummy in so it's a good place for a exhale and then an inhale you're opening your heart forward as you go into your cow then i like to push back into a child's pose which is a really great easy morning pose to connect to really get grounded and continuing to breathe the whole time i might spend three to five breaths in a child pose 
And then I go through a sequence that's called a sun salutation. And your listeners can, can Google what that looks like because there's all kinds of guides on the internet for a sun salutation. It's very basic. It involves pushing up into a down dog, walking forward, coming into a forward fold with the knees bent. So none of this is, is, is um, stressful. You know, your knees are bent as much as you need to to be able to touch your hands to the ground. And then just breathing, coming up, stretching your hands to the sky, bringing your hands. I like to bring my hands to heart center. Some people would call that a prayer position. And then it's just, it's very natural at that point to kind of set my intention for the day. So whatever that is, if it's a crazy day, you know, just trying to stay grounded, trying to stay mindful. If we're traveling that day, thinking about the experience we're going to have. Which I, I think that's such a great point because uh, a lot, I think a lot of times I might have a routine. Maybe I have a routine where I do some stretching or some breathing or just I'm trying to be intentional about what I'm thinking. But if I was traveling, I might just not do it that day because I was just so focused on traveling. But hearing you say it actually helps me on a day when I need to travel. I think that's where maybe sometimes I get it backwards because I, I don't do those productive things on the days I really should be doing them and need them the most. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I've done it both ways and I continue to do it both ways because there are times when I wake up, I'm like, oh, we're going camping. I can't do this today. I have to skip it. And I feel it. I am more, I am a, a little honorier with my kids. I'm a little more scattered. So making time to do that morning routine, even when you're very busy is, is, is important and it does make a difference. But I want to make the point that I am not perfect here. <laughs> So I don't even want to give you a percentage because I think it would, it would uh, be kind of embarrassing, but I try and, and I find, and this is a little bit of a cliche in the meditation world, but the busier you are, the more time you need to spend on your mat. Cliche to some people, unattainable to others, but it's actually true. Um, the more time you spend in these mindfulness practices, the more productive you can actually be in the long run. So yeah, after I, I do a few of those sun salutations, I might throw in a few more yoga poses if I have some time. I sit on my mat and I do my meditation practice. And this, I try to make it 15 minutes, but that is an arbitrary number. You can do five minutes, you can do 10, you can do one. As long as you're connecting to your breath, noticing the breath, and just by noticing the breath, you, you begin to slow it down. It can make a huge difference. It's kind of, it's that's kind of where I would say my, so the yoga is the movement for me in the morning and connecting to my body. And then the meditation is probably connecting to my, my spiritual practice. So insert what works for you here, right? It can be that you're wanting to slow down your mind. It can be that you're wanting to connect to the breath and, and root yourself and ground but yeah, that's where I play. And I think it's really important to do the movement first. I used to do it backwards. I used to do my meditation first and I would almost always end up falling back to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I actually looked forward to it. I would, I, would, I would say, okay, I'm getting up, but I'm just going to go right back down and fall asleep on my mat. So I've had to switch that around because not that falling asleep during meditation is the worst thing, but it's not what I wanted to do not your goal. It's not what you're setting out to do. That wasn't what I was setting out to do. You're right. So I think I mentioned last time we spoke, sometimes I do lay down to meditate, but I try to keep 
my feet flat on the ground so my knees bent and that helps me to stay awake actually and connected to my breath I do if I'm meditating for 15 minutes I might spend the first five minutes just sitting absolutely still and then I will let my body move around a little because you know feet fall asleep or hips get achy I like to support myself with a cushion um you might be able to use a little camp chair or you know if you don't like sitting on the ground go sit in a chair there's nothing wrong with that um, whatever works for your body. We're all in different places here. One, one of the things I like about what you're sharing here so far with us is, and I think you're about 30 minutes into it. I think you said 15 minutes for your yoga and then about 15 minutes for your meditation. Of course, those numbers are fluid and flexible. But what I like about this intentionality is, and this is one thing I've experienced as I've done plenty of sort of meditation, just this idea of, of doing something intentional and really giving thought and purpose to your beginning of your day and into your day makes you handle your whole day, potentially, maybe not, but potentially handle your whole day with intentionality instead of being reactive. And I, that's one of the things I notice. And again, I don't do all of the yoga poses and all of that, which I keep telling myself, I need to start doing all of that. But one of the things that I've just noticed is when I start the day with that kind of intentionality, then I'm not reacting to people all day as much as I am. Uh, I'm, I'm going through and handling my relationships with more intentionality. And, and uh, I don't know if that is one of the things that you experience, but that is what I experience as I, as I start my day that way. No. Yeah, that's perfect. That's a perfect way of putting that. I mean, I think just globally, the less we can be reactive, the more fulfilled we'll be because we are planning or being proactive or being able to think through our actions a little bit more. And so starting the morning in a way that makes sense to you and being proactive, yeah, it really sets you up for being more intentional for the rest of the day. And yeah, so I try, my, my intention is to be meditating by a certain time. So the amount of time I spend it on yoga depends on when I get up. And so that if I get up at 6.30, I want to be meditating by 7.15. And that might sound too rigid to some people. It just, I know when my kids are going to get up. So I know what timeline I need to stick to. So if I can be on my mat at 6.30, then I get to have 45 minutes of yoga. Usually it's a little different. Usually I'm on my mat by about 7, do a few poses. And then by 7.15, I'm ready to sit down. I'm ready to focus on my breath and get grounded. So after my meditation, I usually get up, get myself a cup of coffee and sit down. And so this is my new practice that I've implemented this summer that I really am excited about. Um, it's called the Morning Pages. It's from the artist Way. I'm going to have to look up her, the author's name. What it is, it's just a free write. And I've been doing free writing with my kids for a while now as a homeschooling mom. Oh, Julie Cameron is her name. I want to give her credit because it's an amazing, amazing program. And the morning pages are only one part of her program, but it's the part that I've been able to integrate into my life. It's for living a more creative life. So whereas the yoga is for my body and the meditations for my mind and my soul, this is for my creativity. And of course they're all intermeshed. But I found that that's what was really lacking in my day was a creative outlet. So what it is, is you sit down um, and instead of giving yourself a certain amount of time, you give yourself pages. So she has you write three pages and I use like a regular composition notebook. The pages aren't huge, so it's not very intimidating. And you 
put your pen to your paper and you write. And you don't worry about what you're writing, you don't worry about spelling, you don't worry about structure and grammar, you're never gonna go back and read this stuff. It's not like a journal that you're keeping. It's just a free flow of thought. And it really creates pathways to creativity because it's like you're opening these channels. And most of the time, what I end up writing about is what I'm worried about, right? I don't know if that's the intention, for me, it's kind of like a release, an outlet to get that stuff out of my head onto the paper and, and there we go. Um, so that's the third component that I've added to my morning routine. For me, I, I write very slow, so it takes about 30 minutes. For a person who writes quickly, who's very good at cursive, it might take 15 minutes. And, and, this, and this part of my routine sometimes gives a little. It's just because kids come down, my dog comes down, yeah. I really need more coffee. Um, but I really try to make it as enjoyable as possible. I found a really nice place to sit. I write with a nice pen. And yeah, so it's, a, it's kind of a free write. You can Google morning pages, free write. I've heard people call it wild writing, which I like a lot. And yeah, that's my, that's my morning routine for myself. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, some yoga poses, uh, again, you kind of determine for yourself how long you would do that. You do about 15 minutes and then some meditation time again, maybe 15 minutes and then some writing time. And so, uh, less than an hour a day to get yourself ready. That sounds like making some good choices. <laughs> right. Well, and I think you can insert or, or delete anything in this to make it work for you. A lot of people that I know do gratitude practices in the morning, yeah. um, you know, writing down th three to 10 things you're grateful for. I, we, my, as a family, we try to do that in the evening. Um, when I had babies, my morning routine was to read books with them, you know, or just sit and snuggle. People might find mornings are a great time for prayer or for reading their, you know, personal study. As long as it's something you're doing with intention, yeah. you know, I think that's the point. But I really enjoy, I've been really enjoying my routine, so I thought it would be kind of fun to share that. Yeah, I appreciate sharing that with our audience again. I, I think this is a really uh, crazy time for people, especially right now in this moment when we're recording this episode, it's like back to school time. You know, I mentioned that earlier and which is always a little bit, anytime your schedule changes, it causes stress potentially. But, but right now, because people don't know, like, are my kids going back to school? Are they not going back to school? I have to make that decision for them. A lot of their activities are canceled. Since all that stuff is happening, it might feel like to those who are listening, it might feel like in this moment, like we have no control over our life at all. And that can cause a lot of anxiety. And so I think what you're sharing with the audience about like, you know what, you can take 30 minutes of your day, 45 minutes of your day and get centered, get your mind right intentionally so that when your kids wake up and they're not at school, they're in your living room and they want to know what they're supposed to do, you're prepared for them. And I think that's really valuable. And I, I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Melissa, thank you so much. Well, and I will say that, um, I don't know if we have time to talk about this right now, but I do have a little routine that I do with my kids. And I think you can apply it to a homeschool situation. I think it, you could apply it to an online learning situation or even one where the kids are rushing out the door to go to a physical building. And that's, it's very simple. We light a candle. Um, my kids are really good with matches because they've been doing this their whole life. And we say a morning verse. Sometimes it's a poem that they've picked up over the course of the week. We have a few memorized if we don't have any other 
things to read. Sometimes it's a line from a book or Shakespeare, or even my daughter has recited silly things that she's seen on like Studio C or funny little clips. <laughs> or, you know, if we don't want to read a verse, we'll, we'll have someone else read it to us like audibly or something on YouTube, maybe a song or something that we like, but it's just a way kind of, and it's not a voiced intention. It's not like, this is our intention for the day, but it's just like, let's bring in a little bit of beauty. First thing, light the candle, say the verse. My kids look forward to that more than anything. I will say again, it doesn't happen every morning. We're really good about it on Monday. And then sometimes it tapers off throughout the week. But I think just having some sort of way to set aside, this is our learning time now. It really helps us be more productive in our homeschool. Well, that that just makes sense because, I mean, if this practice is good for us, then it would obviously be good for our kids as well. And so, uh, and so maybe that's the place to start for someone who's listening, who has no kind, no kind of routine, but sees the value in it. Maybe start with yourself. And if you see benefit with this for yourself, then understand this could be good for your kids too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, my kids really look forward to it. Um, we buy, we buy one special candle every year. It's kind of one of those big, tall candles and it lasts the whole year. We keep the lighter nearby and um, they get to take turns lighting it. So that's, so, I don't know, for some reason that's really fun. Yeah, I love that tip. That's so cool because now I'm like, I need to get a big candle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't make it too smelly. Just trust me. Okay. Full <laughs> smelling candles are better. Perfect. Great tips. Okay, Melissa, we do have to go. Thank you so much for uh, being on. Always enjoy it every time you're with us. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts and join the conversation on social media at Risky Givers. Also, check out our website, riskygivers.com. This has been the Entrepreneur Risk Givers Podcast with your host, Mike Wiest. Hope to see you next time.